Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Mayo, author of Not Another Diet Book and owner of Nourished, a coaching service that is dedicated to helping you feel amazing in your body and helping you thrive. This week is another Mindset Masterclass focusing on the mindset shifts that you can make that will help you feel amazing in your body. Because with a little bit of effort and a few shifts, you can create a new experience in your body. What we are going to focus on today is learning to treat your body as it is, which is a gift, something to be grateful for and respected deeply instead of treating your body like a burden that needs to be dieted into submission. Because focusing on what you perceive as your flaws is going to mean you keep seeing more of them. And we need to call bullshit on that. We need to focus on you as you are, a magical being, somebody who is capable of learning to treat her body with respect. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Without knowing it, I cued myself up beautifully for the first mindset shift, and that is treating your body as it is, which is a gift. When was the last time that you woke up in the morning and you thought, wow, what a blessing. I I open my eyes. There's air in my lungs. I can put my feet on the ground. I am able to live my life in a body that allows me to move through this world. That is such a a blessing. And on top of that, if you are somebody who is able to move through the world with relative ease, If you can walk without assistance, if your arms work, if your hands work, if your eyes work, if your vision works, think about what a blessing that is. And those are things that we take for granted every single day. It's like that quote that you see floating around all over the interwebs, like, you know, your health is something that you don't think about until you don't have it. And then it's all you think about. There is a lot of validity to that. I don't necessarily love like the scare-tastic (laughs) Ness is that a word? <laughs> I don't love the fear factor part of that because we all know shame is not a driver of change. But think back to the last time when you were sick. All you could think about was feeling better, right? It's like, I'm not a big drinker. I'm, I'm very, very clear on that. The last time I had a hangover was about three years ago. And the t- last time before that was probably three years before that. And that's for a reason because I hate feeling like shit. But when I was regularly drinking and feeling hungover, honestly, every single weekend, I remember vividly being in my body, promising myself, I'm never doing this again. I'm never going to feel like this again. I'm never going to make myself feel like this again. And when I was regularly binge eating, when I was just constantly, well, I won't say constantly, but on a probably weekly basis, sometimes unfortunately more than that, filling myself up well past my level of fullness, that same feeling of I'm not doing this anymore. This feels like shit. I think we can all relate. Obviously, those are extreme examples, but we can all relate somewhere on that spectrum. When we are not feeling good in our bodies, we become suddenly so appreciative for all the times before that that we have. And all we want to do is get back to that baseline. 
What if we treated ourselves and reminded ourselves of that every single day, that we have our health, that we, for a very large part, have autonomy over what our health looks like. Yes, there are certain things without our, that are not going to be within our control. That is absolutely true. But imagine those things happening and you being well-prepared for them. That's something I think about a lot. I think about that at the gym. We've unfortunately had members who've dealt with various forms of cancer and all of them, thank God, have come out on the other side. And they've come out on the other side still feeling good. And I am infinitely grateful for that. And I also think how amazing for them to have met that challenge to know that they have been taking care of their body, that they have been doing their part, right? And I see them and they come into me and they tell me how when they've come off of their treatments, when they get their blood works done, that their team is just amazed by how well they're doing and how strong they still feel and what their blood count still looks like. And that's because they're taking care of themselves. We have such an ability to show our bodies love and respect. And we can do so by simply reminding ourselves that we are a gift. Our bodies are a gift. Our health is a gift. Set the intention to make that mindset shift by taking time at some point in your morning to remind yourself of that, to take a moment and find gratitude for you. We Hopefully now you are having some form of gratitude practice in the morning. And if you've been here a while, I'm sure you've heard me say, and put yourself somewhere in that gratitude practice because you are the center of your universe and being grateful for that and finding reasons to be grateful for that is an amazing thing. Well, your health can always be one of those things. Just setting the simple reminder that your body, the fact that you are here is a miracle. It is a miracle. It is a blessing. And reminding yourself that treating yourself as as such will change everything and make everything else easier. And like any gift that we are given, it is our responsibility how we treat it. If you are given something beautiful, something amazing, something that is one of a kind, something that can never be replicated and something that you only get one of, I'm willing to bet that you are going to treat that thing with care. And if you do not treat that thing with care, who is to blame for that? (laughs) Do you see where I'm going with this? It is also a very important mindset shift slash reminder that how you feel is largely your responsibility. And yes, with the caveat that are some things out of your control? Absolutely. Are there going to be genetic factors at play? Absolutely. Both of those things can be true along with you still have a large say in how you feel. You've all heard the saying, you know, genetics load the gun, but choices, they pull the trigger. There's a lot of validity in that. And I do not say that to shame at all. That is a reason why I make a lot of the choices currently that I make. I'm watching my loved ones deal. I'm watching my grandmother right now deal with Alzheimer's. And it's terrifying. And it's heartbreaking. And I think, oh my God, I don't want my own children to be dealing with this. I don't want them to have to see me like this. I know how heartbreaking it is from the outside looking in, and I can only imagine what she is feeling and what she is going through. But on the other side of that, 
she was not affected by any of these symptoms until she was well into her 80s, until she was like 85 years old. And I can't help but think if she had lived her life differently, would we have seen her decline much sooner? Because she's always been a healthy person. She's always been active. She's always moderated her nutrition to a level that was well. She absolutely did not have the best sleep schedule. She's been an early bird for as long as I can remember, probably to her detriment, but she's always been active. She's always been moving and going. And so while she was not traditionally exercising per se, she was probably getting in well over 15,000 steps a day for all of her life and honestly probably still is right now because that is just so ingrained into who she is. She's not a drinker. She's never been a drinker. I don't think she's ever been drunk in her life. I remember her making Sundays at Christmas time with creme de menthe and joking that she couldn't have one because she didn't drink alcohol. So, you know, all that to say, she, I truly believe, kept those symptoms at bay for the vast majority of her life because she took such good care of herself. And so now me in my 40s thinking about how I want to be in my children's life and in one day my grandchildren's life, does that have a large factor in me continuing to exercise? Yes. And me going to bed at a certain time? Yes. And me stopping drinking? Yes. Like all of those things play in because I know that I have that gene set. And I think we can all look around our families and see what our loved ones are dealing with. Are they dealing with dementia? Are they dealing with heart disease? Are they dealing with depression, with anxiety? Because yes, there's genetic factors at play there too. Addiction. There's another genetic component there. We can look at those things and instead of saying, ugh, that's it. That That's in the cards for me. That's who I'm going to be because look at my family. They all have these things. No, absolutely not. You can say, okay, that's in my family. That's in my blood. That is a, That is a real possibility for me. So what am I going to do to make sure that that is not my sentence, right? We have that autonomy. And I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but on a very kind of rational and logical level, just day-to-day choices. If you wake up feeling bloated, feeling shitty, feeling tired, feeling groggy, feeling like shit, that's on you. (laughs) And again, no shame and no shade because Lord knows I have been there more times than I care to admit. It sucks. But taking ownership of that does what? Yeah, it hurts a little bit, but it also means that you are the one that can fix it. If you're the one who fucked it up, you are the one best suited to fix it. There is power there. Take that power and run with it and remind yourself, if you are regularly feeling not great in your body, if you're regularly wishing you did not feel that way, if your baseline, if you know your baseline of just normal, is it a place that is not so great? You have the ability to change it. And once you take ownership of that, you can start asking yourself, all right, what am I willing to do? Because that's important, right? What are what are you willing to do? You never want to shame yourself. You never want to should yourself. You want to speak to yourself with kindness, with grace, but also with the bullshit calling of what are you going to do to change it? If something is not available to you right now, then, all right, take it off the table, but what are you willing to do instead of that thing? I don't want to turn this into an episode about the small shifts that you can make because we just did one a couple weeks ago. 
I know there's a ton of them here. Reach out to me. I can direct you to where they are. I'm happy to. I don't remember them off the top of my head. But if you're like, okay, well, what small shifts can I make? Shoot me a DM. I'm happy to send you on the right path. Or just get in touch with your intuition. Get in touch with your inner knowing. Ask yourself, all right, I'm feeling shitty. What do I need to start doing to make me not feel shitty? And what do I need to stop doing (laughs) to make me not feel shitty? If you allow it to be that simple, it can be that simple. Along those lines and rolling right into the third one, you need to remind yourself that perfection will fuck you up. But consistency will change your life. Make the shift of letting good enough be good enough, knowing that good enough is going to look different every single day. And that's okay. (laughs) That's why you check in with yourself. All of these bleed together very much on purpose and without much thought because they naturally lend themselves to each other. If you are waking up every morning, taking a scan, okay, how do I feel? What do I need to do to feel better? What you know? can I add in today to make myself feel better? And taking some gratitude that you have the ability to make those decisions, you know, one and two, and then you roll right on to three. What is going to happen today? Maybe today I'm not going to get to the gym for an hour and I'm not going to get in the full workout that I would love to get in. That's not realistic. But could I go downstairs and hop on the arc for 20 minutes? Could I go outside and take a walk? Could I do something that is going to allow me to move my body? Because for me, moving my body puts me back into alignment. Yeah, I can probably do that. Do the same thing with yourself. What would you like to do? If you have the ability to do it, girlfriend, call your bullshit and do it. And oh my God, did I just say girlfriend? Who the fuck am I? I don't I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know. That's not normal in my vernacular, but I guess we are really just vibing here today. So anyway, (laughs) sorry, that caught me by surprise. (laughs) I'm really feeling this consistency versus perfection, as you can see. I just, I'm going to get myself all in in a train of thought here. So let me work myself way back with you kind of following through this process. Back to the matter at hand perfection. It's going to fuck you up. Consistency, you can do at any time. What I was trying to say before I got distracted by my own verbiage is when you have the ability to show up for yourself in a big way, take advantage of that. Do it, right? Hold yourself accountable to your potential. Absolutely show up for yourself in big ways when you have the capacity to show up for yourself in big ways. Stretching yourself is a good thing. However, always stretching yourself or always demanding that level of commitment is not realistic. Know the difference, right? Know when you need to show yourself grace and really, you know, tailor it back down. And so that day, all you're going to focus on is drinking enough water versus when you have the capacity to show up for yourself in a big way and you're going to get some meal prepping done, you're going to clean your kitchen, you're going to get your laundry done, you are going to set yourself up for success for a week. Do it. Let good enough be good enough and however that looks for today and just make sure that when you're looking at your week, when you're looking at your month, when you're looking at the overview picture of how you're showing up for yourself, that you consistently moved the needle in a direction that you feel good about. And lastly, this one isn't so much of a shift, but a reminder, something that you should keep in your back pocket for whenever you need. And that is the knowing that you have the ability to change 
how you feel right now. And all you need to do to change that is changing your actions because action changes emotion. If you are waiting for your emotions to shift for you to make changes, you are going to be waiting a very long time. You do not shift how you feel by wallowing in whatever you're feeling and waiting, right? That's fine. There's validity there. Absolutely feel what you're feeling, but bullshit caller, one and the same, grace and bullshit. They go hand in hand here, at least in my world they do. Feel what you need to feel. Process what you need to process. Absolutely, that's true. That's valid. It's necessary. And remind yourself that if you don't want to feel like shit, Action is getting get you out of that. And they do not need to be related. When I am feeling like feelings of, I don't want to say depression because I don't like to label those things in my life right now. I don't want to take ownership of things I do not want. I think that's very important. If you do not like feeling anxious, stop fucking telling everybody I have anxiety. My anxiety, stop saying that. Don't take ownership of things you do not want. So when you find, or you know, to use myself as an example, because I'll always throw myself under the bus for you, when I find that my mood is shifting to a little more melancholy than I would like it, <laughs> I ask myself, okay, what can I do right now that is going to bring me feelings of long-term joy, not immediate pleasure, because there's a difference. Immediate pleasure is throwing food in my mouth, which is valid. I can do that. We'll get there. That's a separate conversation. Immediate pleasure is scrolling online. It is, you know, doing something that is providing quick dopamine, but I am not working for that dopamine. And that is a slippery, slippery slope. If we are always looking for pleasure, we're going to fuck ourselves up. What we want to do instead, and at least the majority of the time, is do things that cause us to exert effort. Because when we place effort into changing our states, we're not going for cheap quick, easy pleasure. We're going for something that's more sustainable and something that's more long-lasting. And that is, in my mind, in my definition, going for actual joy. And so that would be me getting off of the couch and cleaning something because I know that Taking care of clutter is going to help clear my, you know, clearing the environment helps me clear my energy. It helps me shift my energy. If there's something on my to-do list that is bothering me, I make myself do that fucking thing, right? Because we have the ability to do that and we don't give ourselves enough credit for it. We instead will tell ourselves all the, you know, bullshit TikTok definitions of, oh, if you have ADD, you do this. And if you have autism, you do this. And if you have anxiety, you do this. And we go, oh, yeah, 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 that's me. That's me. That's me. And we let those definitions keep us in our bullshit. Don't do that, guys. <laughs> do not do that. Instead, wherever you see yourself reflected in something, if you do not want to take ownership for it, remind yourself that if you see yourself in it, it means you have the ability to change yourself and shift yourself out of it. If you did not have the awareness that that thing was a factor for you, you would not be able to change it. And so simply claiming that thing, having the awareness of that thing, means that you also have the ability to do something constructive to move yourself away from that thing that is not adding positively to your life. And so again, I know for me, 
I will procrastinate the fuck out of things that I should be doing. And it's not good, right? It is not good. I will make a to-do list and do every single fucking thing on that list but the one thing that I need to do. So now I call my bullshit and I make myself do that thing first. Doesn't always feel good, but it gets done. And doing things like that, that's back to like the stretch goal. Doing things like that, you're like, what the fuck does that have to do with your body? (laughs) Everything. Because when you remind yourself that you are able to show up for yourself differently, that is how you start treating yourself differently. That changes the way you interact with yourself. All of these things bleed together. So remind yourself when you're feeling just not good in your physical being, what can you do for yourself in any way that is going to show you that you are capable of making changes, that is going to show you that you are capable of doing hard things? Again, another plug for the gym. That's why I love strength training because strength training shows you that you can expand yourself. You can get yourself to a point of discomfort and you can come out the other side better for it right? That you're capable of more than you thought that you were. That when you try something and you allow yourself to exert yourself at something and become uncomfortable at something, it can grow you and it can push you in really amazing ways. You can do that with anything. You can do that with paying that fucking bill finally, with making that doctor's appointment, with having that awkward conversation, with whatever you need to do. Allow yourself to stretch yourself because action in any way will change your emotion. And so when you find yourself feeling not good, ask yourself, what can I do right now that is truly going to help me change the way I view myself in this moment? And so back to like the eating for pleasure. Can you do that to shift your state, right? Can you just really quickly scroll on the internet, eat something, have grab a drink, and that's going to temporarily change? Yes. But is that changing how you view yourself? Is it changing how you interact with yourself? No. So ask yourself if you have the capacity to do any action, big or small, to shift you out of whatever you are feeling. And you're always going to hear a yes. There's always going to be something. It might be teeny tiny, but there's always going to be something. Go to that. Use that. Let yourself become somebody that you know you can trust, depend on, and do anything for. Sometimes when I'm done saying something, I'm like, oh shit, I went too hard on that. That was too rough. That was too aggressive. But you know what? Fuck it. (laughs) Because I know for me, in my life, in my bullshit, There were times where I desperately needed somebody to take me by the shoulders and go, Heather, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Stop it. Stop justifying this. Stop leaning into this. Stop doing this. You're better than this. And I would have, if I could go back and do that for myself, I would have done it a thousand times over. It would have saved me so much trouble and so much bullshit. And so if there is one person listening right now who's like, you know what? that didn't feel good to listen to, but I needed that shake, then okay, so be it. So be it. I will, you know, proudly wear the badge of a little bit tough love, knowing that it's all coming from a place of love. And bigger than that, it's all coming from a place of you guys. I have so much bullshit hiding in the closets of my life that believe me, there is nothing you can say to me on a call in a DM that I haven't probably been there done before. So this is, you know, all that to say, this is a shame-free space. And sometimes we need to be willing to look at ourselves in the mirror and go, look, sister, friend, love ya, but get it together.
(laughs) And so I hope this episode was a kind reminder along those lines. That being said, I'm going to tie it up. Next week, we are going to be talking about self-questioning, a little self-questioning 101 and how you can use self-questioning to really find a lot more clarity and alignment in your life. So I hope you'll join me for that. In between now and then, if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Head to my website. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a DM. I always am happy to answer any questions and take in your feedback and your podcast suggestions because y'all have the best ideas. And always a little plug, if you have not taken five seconds to give this podcast a five-star review, I would greatly appreciate it. And go ahead, follow along wherever you're listening. It means the world to me and it keeps me showing up here every week. I hope this episode felt good. I hope it felt beneficial. I hope it felt impactful. And I hope it felt like a warm hug. (laughs) And I hope you have the most delicious day. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. 